0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this Netflix and Dill episode, we're discussing Hot Stars science fiction comedy Who It, OK Computer, which follows Vijay Varma as a techno cynic cybercrime detective and Radhika Apte as his techno believer partner as they investigate the first murder believed to have been committed by an AI.
0: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge. That we record this podcast on Treaty Six territory, home of First Nations and Métis people. Matt, before we get into this episode, mm-hmm. uh, we would I, we we have some things to say. We would first like to uh, address the coronavirus pandemic situation in India. Mm-hmm. We've been watching the situation in India from afar and and. We've been watching it get worse.
1: It's pretty heart wrenching seeing people that we know on Twitter retweeting people just trying to get a hospital room, yeah. an oxygen canister, anything really. It's, it's horrifying. Yeah.
0: And, and I will say, you know, it's the pandemic in general is, is very stressful. Things are also worsening here in Canada, uh, not necessarily to the same degree, although here in Alberta, we have some of the highest uh, cases per capita.
1: We're really dropping the ball here.
0: Um, so, I, I've had no energy. <laughs> I've had no energy, and I I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say other than uh, we are really hoping um, to see to see things turn around, both here in Canada in Alberta, and also in India. Uh, we're very concerned, and. And the stories in the news articles that, that we're reading are, re- are very upsetting. And and we wish everyone the best. We wish everyone good health. We, we hope you and your families uh, are getting through this.
1: If you can stay home and listen to podcasts.
0: Please do so. Yeah. Um, to this end, we will be sharing in this episode and on social media uh, a list of organizations uh, that are that are currently uh, helping or, or doing what they can to to help alleviate the situation in, mm-hmm. in India uh, we encourage those who are who have the means to do so to donate uh, our and, Canadian
1: listeners our American listeners our German listeners you know
0: yeah. if, if you have the means it, now is the time
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, and we will be donating the revenue from six episodes, mm-hmm. uh, which is $150 Canadian.
1: To CalSA aid. So they are trying to get uh, oxygen machines to people and you know oxygen to hospitals and stuff. That seemed like a good one to donate to because they're kind of pan-Indian. Yes. But uh, yeah, we're going to put up a link to indiacovidresources.in, which has lots of verified organizations you can donate to and try and try and help out. This is mostly for our you know, Canadian and international listeners. People in India obviously know what's happening. And, you know, if you're a listener to the show, maybe send us a tweet to a charity that you think could use some help and we can signal boost you um, and hopefully drive some people towards that too.
0: I haven't been in the best place emotionally or, or mental health-wise. I think it's difficult right now to see certain parts of the world opening up, restrictions loosening. I think it is important to remember that regardless of how your area, your country is currently doing with the pandemic, this isn't over. There are so many parts of the world that where, you know, The situation is dire. It's worsening, and and it's still very serious. So, I mean,
1: every day for the last few days has been like the worst COVID day on record for the planet. Yes, things might be getting better in the United States, and that's all you hear about. But
0: yes, but I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't know what it's like to be living in the U.S. right now. We just see what we see on Mm -hmm. social media and in the news. But I just, I, I want to remind people that we're still in this, and if you are able to support. Now's the time. Okay, on that note, this is a Netflix and Dill episode. So, uh, we're going to be talking about a uh, goofy robot crime comedy mm-hmm. um, because that's what we do here, Matt. Well, we it's... talk about the movies, although this is the, the TVs. Yeah. We talk about the content.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a. I thought it was pretty fun, actually. And it's a good thing to kind of binge at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited because this is finally our first Netflix and Dill where we are not discussing a uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix show. Yeah. We are finally discussing- Hot Star and Dill. A Hot Star original. Uh, we've been wanting to discuss an original from a different streaming service for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is the one that, that finally caught our eye. Well,
1: I saw the um, Tried and Refused Productions YouTube video about it. Mm. And it looked funny. I was kind of into the lo-fi look of it. And then he said that this uh, show was really divisive and a lot of people hated. It. And I was like, okay, well, now i got to see it. Just because yeah. why would people hate this so much? And I have some theories, but we'll get to that.
0: Okay. Uh, so the show, titled OK Computer, uh, which is a Douglas Adam quote from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but probably more popularized at this point by Radiohead, the yeah. Radiohead album. Yeah. Uh, came out on March 26th on A Hot Star, as we mentioned. It's six episodes long. They're around 40 minutes each. So it's pretty quick watch. You can
1: get through it in a couple days.
0: Yeah, we just kind of like, we binged it.
1: We watched it over the weekend before last, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was created and directed by Pooja Shetty and Neil Pegadar. And it's co-written by them and Anand Gandhi, who was the... Uh, writer and director of Ship of Thesis
1: I mean, Thesis, yeah Theseus. That's a movie I've heard a lot about yeah, It sounds a, really good A
0: movie that I, I know I should have seen already But <clears throat> I haven't And yeah. I need to catch up with
1: it's Pretty art housey, I
0: think mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the impression I've gotten uh, Stars Vijay Varma, Radhika Apte. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, be a
1: Netflix and deal Without our old friend Radhika Apte.
0: But this is not on, on Netflix This is not Radflix This is Radstar
1: Yeah or Hot Rad.
0: Or Hot Rad? <laughs> yeah. Let's go Hot Rad. Hot Rad. Connie Kusruti, uh, who I think is the breakout star. Is that of, Mona Lisa Paul? It's Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, totally yeah. the breakout star of uh of this show. I absolutely adore her. Uh, Viva Chipper and Jackie Shroff and Raska Dougal in uh, kind of supporting roles. Kind of like yeah. guest starring roles. That's what I'm looking for.
1: They, ba- they kind of have like one big episode each.
0: Yeah. Uh, critics have been generally positive about this show it's like getting like a solid like, three out of five from critics or like a one thumbs up They're this like, is a
1: four and a half out of five critics have their head up their own ass once again
0: yeah like critics seem to be they seem to like the premise but don't think it entirely delivers uh, yeah you've tipped our hats we loved this show this I show love rules. this show do you want to describe the plot Matt
1: oh boy okay
0: and the luck.
1: Okay, so this takes place, what, the 2030s? Like 2035, I think?
0: Yeah, it's it's the near future. Notably, mm-hmm. no one mentions the fact that there was a pandemic. Uh, they
1: do, like, briefly. I think they Did mention they? it, like, in one line. I think uh, Vijay Varma okay. talks about his parents, who hilariously... I don't know if I want to spoil it. Yeah, I'll say it. They were DJs. <laughs> Right. And AI put them out of business. Yeah. He says millions of DJs went out of business. And oh, my God. I looked it up and there's maybe 25,000 DJs in the entire world. But yeah, one of my favorite lines.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it just kind of it imagines... I'm,
1: I'm supposed to be telling the plot here. Okay. Okay, so it takes place in the 2030s in Goa. And um, so by this point in time... Lots of things have happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, robots, uh, some of whom, most of whom are not full AI. I don't think uh, the first true AI is named Ajib, and he's a pretty big part of the story. But uh, like, robots are pretty commonplace. So much so that uh, they have a kind of PETA type organization called Peter, uh, People for the Ethical Treatment uh, of Robots. Yeah. I forget what the second E is, but yeah, it's called (laughs) Peter. Um, And uh, yeah, high technology is a big part of everyday life. Yeah. So uh, Vijay Varma works for...
0: But how does it look?
1: Okay, so it looks... It's kind of got a lo-fi look to it. Uh, I said it reminded me of Michel Gondry, Mm
0: -hmm. kind
1: of his music videos, and especially Be Crying Rewind, just kind of...
0: Or the science of sleep.
1: Yeah, things are kind of cobbled together. The robots look like like big toys, kind of, mm-hmm. and they have a sort of plasticky look, or they look like just a bunch of junk stuck together. And yeah, it's very appealing.
0: Things don't look clean; like they, they they kind of look like they all came out of a junkyard. Yeah, and yeah, very lo-fi. I love the approach to this aesthetic mm-hmm. in in science fiction. Uh, I just think it kind of makes everything feel
1: lived in lived
0: in yeah. yeah and also kind of like a lot more realistic like obviously there's technology that exists in this world this kind of alternate future uh that we don't have but it mm-hmm. just everything seems very plausible
1: yeah like there's like a chai walla robot who the cops have <laughs> who gives out chai and like sandwiches at crime scenes uh there's a little robot who uh, I forget her name. Is it wherever everyone? Something like that. Mm. But she's like Little owl. yeah. She's not an owl. I think she's a chicken. Oh okay. And she uh, she likes to bet on things.
0: She's a bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She likes to watch out her window and bet on various things. And uh, then the main one, the main guy is a jeep, but I'll get to him in a second. Yeah. And
0: there's like penguins watching, walking around that offer you Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, I don't know why so many of the robots are birds, but... I don't
1: know. Well, we like we did a little bit of research on this, and it looks like they did a ton of like world building. Yeah. And you only get some of it over the course of the show.
0: Yeah, I really hope this continues, because it sounds like they have a lot more to explore. They
1: could do a comic book or something. Yeah. Um, so Vijay Varma... An
0: animate. Like, it, it does. For an animated show yeah. it reminded me a lot of some anime.
1: Yeah, it, it reminded me of a kind of. Um, oh, I think Oshii's done some robot stuff where it isn't like super high tech.
0: The themes of this are not that far from. Like, it's Ghost pretty in close the to Shell, Ghost though. in the Shell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ghost knows. in the Shell
1: and Douglas Adams and Philip K. Dick, especially. Yeah. Um, so, Vijay Pharma <laughs> works for the cops. At basically their like robot crime squad. Uh, he hates robots for the potentially spoilery reason I told you that AI's put all of <laughs> the DJs in the world out of business. Well, and that his parents and
0: That and the situation on the submarine. Yeah,
1: there's this whole crazy thing that happened on the submarine. I'm not gonna say what happened there, but yeah, he's supposed to go stop this submarine which has gained sentience and it doesn't go well for him, and this is reenacted with another actor, like like it's the TV movie version of it. Um, but anyway, he is called out to a murder scene, where a crime scene, where a self-driving taxi has run over a person. Yeah. And important. And it's quite violent. Importantly, the person has been run over so badly that like their face is salsa; it's gone. No,
0: it's a uh, it's a pav Baji. <laughs> yeah, they call it, They call
1: him pav bhaji, but like he is just chunks. And this guy I, got annihilated.
0: I hate to say it. It looks so gross, and yet. Because they kept calling him pav bhaji, I got really hungry. Yeah. And then we tried to order some mm-hmm. pav bhaji, and the restaurant canceled our order. Uh,
1: later on, they do sew so. this... It is,
0: I'm still craving pav bhaji. Yeah.
1: Later on, they sew this guy's face shut. So it's still gross, but it's like he's got sutures all over it. And you still can't tell who he is. Yeah, he
0: has no features. It's just yeah. like, like with sutures.
1: Um, also, holograms are very prevalent here. Yeah. Because there's like a big hologram directing traffic. So Vijay Verma shows up, and... He thinks it's an open and shut case. You know, this uh, t- cab went crazy, killed a person. Uh, he meets uh, Mona Lisa Paul, played by Connie Kusruti. Uh, and she is I, a very strange character.
0: I <laughs> love her so much. I mean, like, there is just like...
1: You have a lot in common the, with her, actually. Do I? Yeah. Because, okay, gonna... like, she, she would kind of, like... Rehearse conversations and things. And I could see you totally like thinking of here's some stuff I might say in this situation and kind of storing that away for later.
0: Yeah. And you
1: both like wearing pins.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. She, yeah, she loves pins. I, I'm into that. No, she's, I love her so much. Like, so much of this show is just kind of like, like, it's always like peeling back the layers of an onion. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many more details to everything. And just, I don't, it just, yeah, everything's so well thought out. Yeah. And so I don't want to get into her backstory, but it's amazing. It's pretty good. And so good. And I just, like, I think, first of all, this performance is incredible.
1: She's, she brings she's very kind of naive, but also, like, she knows her job. So it's a very entertaining sort of her bouncing off E.J. Varma, who... It's kind of new to the situation and hates robots. Yeah. Or she likes robots.
0: Yeah. She's a bit of like a quirkier like Amy Santiago. I mm-hmm. Also with less confidence. Yes. But with, with just as much kind of like strict interest in like rules. Th- rules and stuff
1: like that. And
0: yeah. she's styled so well. She's She wears all these like very kind of feminine blouses with big puffy sleeves that are yeah. always buttoned up. And she's just like, she has such a unique look. She's such a great character. Mm-hmm. I loved her breakout performance of the yeah. show for me I mean a lot of these other actors I'm familiar with so, so Radhika Apte shows up too
1: <laughs> Radhika Adi shows up and
0: she's also styled very well she's, yes. she, has oh, lo- she
1: has a lot of jumpsuits
0: yeah she has a lot of like uh, boiler suits yeah. yeah, yeah
1: so she is a liaison to the police force from Peter and she is there to make sure that Vijay Varma is not just throwing away like throwing this taxi under the bus so to say like she wants to figure out like okay In this world, Asimov's three rules of robotics exist. Yeah. And under such rules, a robot cannot kill a human or do anything to harm a human Mm. or by inaction do anything to harm a human. Yeah. So she doesn't buy the fact that this robot went crazy. She thinks that there's some reason behind it.
0: And they also have to listen to all directions the humans give them. Unless a directive tells them to kill someone or harm someone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so that's just showing some of the uh, stuff you kind of would be a little bit familiar going into this. Like, I didn't think that the three laws of robotics would come up. Um,
0: really, I thought it was in the, wasn't it in the trailer? It might be in
1: the trailer, but like, have you ever seen any other Indian media, especially with robots like uh, the Rajnikant stuff, like that ever references outside of India, like? This this is a uh, a sci-fi work in conversation with Western sci-fi yeah. in a way that I've never seen before. The
0: closest of what we've seen to me, the closest comparison for this is Cargo.
1: Yeah, another brand new thing. Yeah. Um, so I'll also like Cargo in a weird way. This is sort of shot, cinema verite style, like The Office. Oh, like yeah. there's handhelds, and then there's like upfront uh, interviews with people, and you learn about them.
0: I mean, I don't know if I'd quite call that cinema verité, sure. but but like
1: the the camera is a person, and yeah. they do talk to the camera occasionally. We are
0: aware that there is a camera crew following them,
1: and sometimes the cops are annoyed that a camera crew yeah. is there and not helping.
0: And sometimes there are areas where they like don't bring the cameras in. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 yeah. The Office is a good. It's a very fourth there, wall breaking, even though I have not really seen The Office. Uh, I, I only saw the British call one. that more of like a mockumentary sure, style. Sure, mockumentary
1: style. Yeah. Uh, there's also dramatic reenactments, uh, cartoons, one episode that almost takes place entirely in a video game world. Yeah. Um, uh, but I should get to Ajib, because I keep mentioning Ajib. So Ajib is this robot that India made in the 2020s that basically solved global warming mm-hmm. and essentially became a god. He figured out that you could use fighter jets... I don't know. I don't. I think India figured that out. I don't think Ajeeb figured that out. Um, India figured out that you could use fighter jets to put sort of aerogel around the planet and halt global warming. But then Ajeeb is this robot who was designed. He's built out of a battleship, which kind of contradicts some stuff that happens later because he looks like a flower pot that walks around. <laughs> um, and he's. He's
0: a bit like Bender. He but, is kind of like Bender, but not as crass.
1: Yeah. He was designed to be like humanity's savior. Mm-hmm. He has the teachings of every wise person ever in him, and he's supposed to figure out what to do. It's sort of like in Ian e. M. Banks' culture novels. you never read any of these. They're awesome. Uh, by the, by, in the culture novels, by the point of time in which those books take place, sentient AIs run humanity, and they know what to do, and humans are able to just kind of pick something that they like. So, like, you could be the world's best board game player. Or if you're bored, you could join uh, special circumstances and be a spy. But, like, humanity's mundane problems are taken care of by an AI. That was, he was supposed to do that. Instead, proving that he does have free will, he decided he wanted to become a stand-up comedian. And thus, <laughs> just kind of pissed off the entire world. Because a stand-up comedian is the least, like, useful thing ever. Yeah. And I think a lot of... Your enjoyment of this show would come from if you find Ajeeb annoying or not, or the degree to which you find him annoying, because he's supposed to be annoying. He has an annoying voice and he does annoying things. But if you couldn't stand him, you would hate the show. But
0: he's so delightful. if you get over it, though, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like he he doesn't show up right away, mm-hmm. but he is he is a big part of of the show. Um, yeah, and and again, like it's just like it's on the surface, it's like done oh, whodunit, but. Again, like there are the, all these these layers to it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like it's a it's a techno noir, right? Like it's a, it's comedy cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> like it's I, like
1: Blade Runner, but funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so this just was like this ticks off all the boxes for me, Matt. I'm going to mm-hmm. use my favorite word to describe film and TV that I like to know. Superlative. It is, no. What texture? Oh, it, it does have
1: texture. It is a <laughs> it is a very textured world. Like. Like we said, there's so much world building in this. And there are lots of info dubs, which I kind of like. It's It's like, here's the the story of Ajib. But, like, it's also done in a fun way. It's not like, okay, I need to... Is there a test on this later?
0: It's done with so much style. It's... Everything is always kind of tipping its hat or winking a bit. But it's not it's not doing it so much that you find it kind of so self-aware it's annoying. Yeah. It's It's really... It's not Family Guy. No, no, not at all. But there is kind of like... I don't know. There's just... There's something so charming about all this. Mm -hmm. And then again, like, the way that the characters are styled, the way that the robots are kind of conceived, the way the, like, production design in the police station in Goa, like, it all just, like... It's all in service of... This world that resembles our own but is different, but it is kind of really articulating issues that we do grapple with. People's, These questions around it. Yeah, people,
1: well, yeah, especially in people's over reliance on technology yeah. and feeling like they're getting displaced by technology. Uh, I think the funniest bit, one of the funniest bits, because lots of funny things happen in this show, is when, when they go to Radhika Apte's house and she just has like, seven or eight just robots (laughs) who are just depressed hanging around (laughs) and she has to cheer up all these robots that live in her house
0: is that is that your favorite detail what's your fate like your favorite detail in the whole show i know what mine is
1: favorite detail in the show um i mean i love the idea this is slightly spoilery but i don't think it really matters that because most robots lives are very boring they have this one task that they do over and over again they've made a sort of Multi, uh, uh, yeah. uh, like a World of Warcraft style game that robots can go play and they like just plug their heads into these machines and then they, you know, they have another life. Mm-hmm. I thought just the fact that they thought of a video game for robots to play that
0: world kind of looked like, uh, like Minecraft meets Adventure Time.
1: <laughs> I was, yeah, the same colors as Adventure Time, same sort of like styles of people,
0: yeah, but like just kind of boxy, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite game, Homestar
1: Runner, kind of,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. My favorite detail, and like it's mentioned, I think it's mentioned really briefly in the first episode, and then like, mm. and then it comes up later on. Pineapples, yeah, it's pineapples, <laughs> and then it, it, it does kind of come up later on. And it's not like it's a, a light
1: motif. It's not an
0: important <laughs> plot point, yes, but it it's is. Just, it
1: like it it puts someone in the hospital.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just like it's just like that commitment. They went extinct. Yeah, that commitment to the bit. Uh, so yeah, very early on it's mentioned pineapples have gone extinct. That's why Mona Lisa has a little pineapple pin. Yeah. And then yeah, like they return to that. It's not like they just say it and leave it there. Yeah. They return to it. And that's so that's my favorite detail. Pineapples going extinct. Also, you know how much I love pineapples.
1: Yeah, just in general. <laughs> the look, the taste. This is also a very satisfying mystery in that like it is every episode the Loves mystery expands. Well it expands. Yeah. Like you think you've got it figured out and then they figure some other thing out, and then oh, the next episode's about this guy. And then it's about this person and this person, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. This is so satisfying.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's always expanding the world, and it's expanding kind of like the stakes, but not to a point where I think it gets too big. Mm -hmm. It still feels kind of very grounded in the storytelling. It It, it
1: doesn't turn into 2.0.
0: No, no. And they do incredible stuff with the budget they have here. Like It does not look like a cheap show. But I think... It's
1: Ajeeb's legs. His look, his legs look kind of shitty. Yeah. But most of the time he's shot from the chest up. And the like the model they made to yeah. <laughs> go around, it looks cool. Yeah,
0: there's clearly a lot of practical effects in here. Yeah. You know how much I like practical yeah. effects. Uh, I just think that like it's all... They all kind of... They, they do what they can within the budget. And again, I think because everything kind of looks shabby, it really works for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I really can't see why people didn't like this. Is it maybe, is it maybe just like too much in our it's, lane that we're blind to maybe... It's pretty weird. Yeah. Like,
1: it also reminds me of the first Star Wars movie when you see all yeah, these... Like, it does
0: not have that scale. It doesn't show. have the scale,
1: but it's also like, okay, living in Mos Eisley, here's a bunch of weirdos, here's a robot, what's his deal? I don't know. What's that guy over there? Like, it's just every character shows up and you're like, oh, that's interesting. What's what's their deal?
0: Yeah. But I think like, you know, we, we are fans of... Douglas Adams and Philip yeah. K. Dick and William Gibson and anime and, and Asimov, Michelle Goundry and, and Asimov. You know, like so. This is kind of like this is stuff we really love, and so I I do wonder if you know that's that's part of why yeah. it appeals to us. I I saw some critics say that like Jackie Shroff is totally underutilized and
1: do they use yeah I I can imagine Jackie Shroff is just like that in real life.
0: Yeah, I think they use him just enough. We could talk a
1: little bit about him. He. He's a guru in charge of kind of like a cult of people that I don't want to say much more about, but like you kind of get that stoner Jackie Shroff feel. Yeah, and it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they kind of use him just enough, and I I I guess I like I see why people have said that, but I also think that like this kind of core cast of three mm-hmm. is so strong that I didn't really like. I, I want to spend time with, with these three actors. So yeah. some of you know, like Raska Dougall and, and Jackie Shrough popping up, like, it's fun, mm-hmm. but I don't need them to be a bigger part of the show. That,
1: that cafe that Raska at <laughs> is horrifying.
0: Because
1: yeah. like it over it superimposes your own face onto everyone else around you. And it's just horrible. <laughs> it, it's like living in an Apex twin video.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really dug this show. I think it does. It goes to some really interesting places. And again, it wants to explore humanity's relation to technology, our over-reliance on it, these questions about AI. But I think overall, what I found really charming about it is that I think it's a really optimistic show. Whereas like a lot of stuff in this kind of cyberpunk space, uh, I mean, they're not usually comedies, but a lot of stuff in this cyberpunk space are usually pretty nihilistic. You
1: know what this reminds (laughs) me of? Transmetropolitan.
0: Uh yeah. We can't really
1: talk about Warren Ellis too much anymore because he's been outed as sort of a bad dude, but that book ruled.
0: <laughs> and it, really it is did. also <laughs>
1: very it is a very cynical comic, but it is that sort of like, here's the future. You want some more? Future, future, future. Just hitting you over the head with the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 probably a good reference point. I'd be interested to know. I mean, obviously Douglas Adams was a reference point. Mm-hmm. They used the words okay, computer uh, and I don't think it's a Radiohead reference here.
1: <laughs> it could be. I don't know. The, um, I think... It just,
0: it really does seem like yeah. Dennis Adams is kind of a touch point.
1: What uh Tried and Fused Productions said was that the last episode especially got a lot of flack. And I could kind of see why, because that's when it gets really kind of Philip K. Dickey. Oh,
0: okay. Because
1: you get a lot of Ajeeb, and he kind of learns some stuff. I shouldn't say that. Uh, in the last episode... It gets philosophical. It get, yeah, The last episode gets very philosophical. Mm. I don't want to say too much about it because it is the last episode. I don't want to ruin anything. But it, it kind of expands the mythology of the world in a way. That sure. That, to me, made it exciting for the next season. Oh, totally. But it also is a lot of info dump and like someone essentially watching a slideshow. So I, see, I can I- see that kind of... Stopping people on their tracks.
0: Yeah, I think, like, there are a lot of info dumps in the, in this show. Like, just a lot of, like, filling in background information. But I think it's always done, like I said, with so much it's fun. style. And the writing is just so sharp. Mm-hmm. The writing here is so, so sharp.
1: My favorite bit guy I... is the Sikh officer who oh, is on great. the scene and then kind of starts getting injured all the time and also delivers pizza. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Did you have a favorite robot? Um, I like
1: the (laughs) Chaiwala. The the Chaiwala robot, I would love to have her just live in my house. Uh, She would be great to have around. Um, I kind of like
0: Ajeeb. I don't know. Yeah, I like Ajeeb, too.
1: (laughs) He's charming. Um, And we haven't really talked much about Vijay Varma, but him and Vijay Varma have kind of a, you know, two cops working on a case type thing. I mean, Ajeeb's not a cop, but also, like, he has knowledge and he can help out... Vijay Varma, and they, they butt heads all the time, and eventually Vijay Varma kind of likes the guy, but at first he hates him, and it's that sort of thing you like to see in a cop drama, you know, mm-hmm. the two cops who don't get along. Um,
0: yeah, they're doing a really, like, this is a lot of genre mashing, a yeah. lot of genre mashing. We have science fiction, we have, a cr- like, a crime procedural, mm-hmm. uh, it's a mystery, obviously, it's a comedy, you you would think this would all be too much. This it is, is just too much, but it, it, it works.
1: It is legitimately the funniest Indian uh, media property I've ever seen.
0: Well, also Pushpavali.
1: Push Pavali. Push Pavali is good. We only watched the one episode of that. I would watch more of it. Yeah, we need but to But this more is of legitimately like hilarious. I was laughing all the time, and it's not. You can tell that oh, I'm, you're missing stuff because of kind of Ajib kind of I'm a running commentary and there's jokes that I wouldn't get. Yeah. But even the stuff I'm getting through the subtitles is very funny.
0: Yeah. And there's just kind of like, again, everything, everything is in service of like this world building. So like when you see like fake news clips, mm-hmm. just like the tickers running on the bottom, there are jokes stuffed in there. Like yeah. It's just, it's so, it feels like. It most feels kind of a, a, like a relatable version of our world in the near future, as well as like just such a self-contained And
1: hilariously, world. things are going better there. <laughs> they solve global warming. <laughs> Robots could well, be your friend now. Well, and that's what now.
0: I'm saying about it being optimistic, which is which I found yeah. refreshing compared to, I think, a lot of other
1: Basically media- anything right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, anything right now, but also a lot of other media properties that I think are dealing with these themes. Do you know what Elta Cutter reminded me of?
1: Cowboy Bebop.
0: I was going to say Carolyn Tuesday.
1: Carolyn Tuesday, yeah. Because that <laughs> that's one of the other few kind of optimistic views of the future you know, I could think of. It's
0: an owl robot in Carolyn Tuesday. Yeah. That's why I thought it was an owl. Uh,
1: it's, that's another sort of um, optimistic-ish view of the future. Yeah. That show.
0: Yeah, and, and again, the robots have like a lot of personality there. Mm-hmm. There's oh, the music video robot, Matt. The, the music video robot.
1: <laughs> this also rem- it also reminds me, I just throw references all day long. You're going to have to make a list of all the references. But hey, this to- is a
0: Netflix and Dill. These uh, these show notes are gonna be quick.
1: Total Recall. Yeah. Not so much. I they can remember for wholesale, which is the Phil K Dick short story. Mm-hmm. But Total Recall with like
0: Beethoven, not the yeah. one with Colin Farrell.
1: But like the the cab yeah. robot yeah. and you know all the people they see. Everyone has on an appropriate Mars. number of breasts, but yeah. yes, like it's that sort of visual gags. Yeah. And you know, it kind of makes sense that a cabbie would get replaced by a robot. I mean, they're doing it with Uber right now. Yeah, no. So it's just another step. It's that kind of thing where it's a logical next step. On one now. hand,
0: I am disappointed that this is on Hotstar because the, I think... This, has
1: a, this could break out to North American audiences. Well, exactly. Yeah. I think
0: a lot of people we know who are interested in science fiction would be really interested in this. Mm-hmm. And if you I like would, anime. Yeah, and I would love to recommend it to them, but... You would have to sign up for for Hotstar, uh, which I
1: it's a good it's a good uh, value for us, and if you like cricket, but yeah, not like, for most people. I do that think we know.
0: Hotstar is affordable, but I don't think it would be realistic for us to encourage a lot of our friends who don't have the same kind of interest in Indian media that we yeah. do to sign up for something like Hotstar. But also, I'm excited that so like on one hand. I, I I I wish it was a bit more accessible. I wish I could recommend it to people who don't have a Hotstar subscription. But on the other hand, I'm excited to see us like another streaming service making really good, a really
1: content. good show. It's and worth I, it's worth picking up.
0: I know in India, like it's a Disney Hotstar, so like
1: yeah, it's, it's a it's a pretty good deal there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like, but also it has like major studio backing. Does that
1: mean Ajeeb is a Disney princess?
0: <laughs> I hope so.
1: Or Radhika Apte. I yeah. And she is a princess, so already.
0: Yeah. Whereas here, like Disney Plus is its own service and Hot Star is its own service. Yeah. Um yeah. Although
1: they're 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 thinking of doing something just called star altogether using Fox properties. So Okay. It mm-hmm. may end up being shifted around somewhere.
0: Who knows? Uh okay, why why do you think people didn't necessarily like us? So are we are we just because of all of these references we've thrown around like this these are
1: perfectly primed for this yeah we're
0: we're primed for it but also like we are interested in media properties that kind of have these philosophical discussions have these issues about man's relationship to technology it's something Mm -hmm. we are both well versed in. We've read William Gibson, you know.
1: Took a course on this stuff. We did. <laughs> I took I took Cyberculture course where I had to go on Second Life for a week or so. Yeah. And just kind of interact with just weird shit.
0: Yeah. So this is stuff like this is just this is inner wheelhouse. This is stuff that's this is stuff that just inherently interests us because we've been consuming meteor properties. In this space since we were teenagers.
1: <laughs> since I was a baby.
0: So like anything
1: with a with a robot, I was always there.
0: So I guess I wondered like why why do you think maybe because I, I desperately want to see second season. Why do you it think maybe really, this hasn't connected as much as we think it should?
1: I mean okay, so we have talked about VG Verma. I think VG right. Verma is great. I like Radic Opte both. Yes. They I have some l- romantic chemistry in this show. They like they used to be together. And it's sort of like, oh, I don't know, kind of like Romancing the Zone or something where like, you just see these people play off of each other, you yeah. have a good time with them. But that is not the main part of the show. The main yeah. part of the show, I would say, is probably a jeep. Mm-hmm. And if you go in wanting, like, here's your hero, here's your heroine, here's some fun side characters, you actually don't really get that. I thought Vijay Verma was great. He's frustrated all the time. And I think his... Uh, his sort of look is awesome. He's got kind of this dorky techno guy thing going on. I thought it was very cool, but it is very different from every other episodic type show we've seen out of India Mm -hmm. in that sense. It's more of an ensemble piece. Yeah. And an ensemble piece featuring a robot who does stand up comedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I love all these characters. I love all of these performances. I love Radhika apti's introduction how she just like runs in yeah. and spouts off asthma laws yeah. of robotics like I, leave yeah, that poor I love, robot alone I love the rapport especially this kind of core three or I guess core four if you include a jeep mm-hmm. uh, I just I yeah this I show this. rules this I, is yeah.
1: one of the best Hindi language TV shows I've ever seen
0: yeah this is this is up there with Made in Heaven and Sacred Games for me yeah yeah easily
1: yeah much better Easy. than Mirzapur.
0: <laughs> uh, we should return to Push Valley because that was really it funny, fun, yeah. and we watched one episode and said. We need <laughs> something weren't? to
1: eat it for for to watch for half an hour while of food time. Yeah, we we've mostly, just We've mostly
0: been turning to anime, so so we should pick up Push Valley again. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, if you've seen Okay Computer, let us know what you think. Uh, it if, you, also, if you're encouraged to check it out based on this episode let us know what you think
1: there's so many references but I also think that this kind of has a Mobius thing going but I, on but
0: I don't think it's like super inside baseball that no. if you are not as well versed in kind of science fiction as we are that you won't enjoy no, it I think, you'll just, I think it's accessible but I also say that as someone with my knows all that stuff. yeah, with my background this, so. this
1: has a Mobius slash the fifth element look to it too
0: I also yeah. yeah and mobius yeah yeah that yeah. kind
1: of just every frame is just crammed full of weird stuff happening all the time
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: it rules this show is awesome um uh, don't listen to people who told you it was bad they're not your friends ajeeb's your friend this episode of bollywood is for lovers is brought to you by the northwest fest international documentary festival running online from may 6th to 16th even though northwest fest can't happen in a the movie theater this year they still put together an outstanding lineup of some of the year's best docs In fact, this year there are a whopping 40 feature films, plus 40 short films, available for viewing to anyone in Alberta. This is your chance to stream some of the hottest new docs from Canada and abroad, many of which are Canadian, international, and even world premieres. All access streaming passes, ticket packs, and single tickets are available now at northwestfest.ca. This episode is also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which publishes curiosity-driven stories, topical newsletters, and locally-focused podcasts, all in the service of informing Edmontonians about their community. Taproot has launched a project to find out what you want the candidates to be talking about as they compete for your votes in the 2021 municipal election. It's called the People's Agenda. Visit taprootedmonton.ca to indicate what your key issue is. Taproot's team will use these responses to create an agenda that reflects the priorities of the people. This will shape their coverage leading up to the election in October of 2021. This project needs to hear from as many Edmontonians as possible. So add your voice today at taprootedmonton.ca.
0: All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of this short Netflix deal. Highest bill. possible
1: recommendation. Get on it. Yeah, we love it. It's worth getting Hotstar for at least for a month
0: uh we will be back in two weeks and what will we be discussing then matt
1: i have no idea have Uh, we picked something
0: yes we are also going to be we're going to be jumping to a different streaming service Uh Uh, we're going to be jumping to the criterion channel
1: oh right yes we're going to watch some fancy boy movies
0: (laughs) currently the criterion channel has uh some films by raj kapoor as well as some films by bill Mulroy. so i we're not entirely sure we might do
1: two episodes right
0: yeah, we'll see. We're not entirely sure what the focus, whether we're going to focus on the Raj Kapoor's at the Bill Roy's, or, or try and each. cover one of each, uh, but we, we do want to talk, you know, for years we've been complaining that, you know, the Criterion Collection is not invested in Indian cinema. That it's an most. imprimatur
1: of quality. For people in the West, it's like, okay, this, it puts a stamp on it, even if it looks weird like... Um, Robinson Crusoe on Mars or something. Yeah. like It's like, okay, it's worth checking out.
0: Yeah, it makes things accessible. They have some Indian films in the collection, but for the most part, they're Satyat Ray films. Uh, there's the Cloud Cap Star, and then there's Mirror and Air. So mm-hmm. for years, we've been saying we would like to see more Indian content from the Criterion channel.
1: This isn't a, DVD, a Blu-ray release, no. but it's, not, it's the next best thing. It's
0: not in the collection, but now that they have this streaming service, they are kind of branching out and including more films... By female filmmakers, more films by black filmmakers. Mm-hmm. So they have two short collections on the channel right now that focus on Indian filmmakers. So we do want to cover them in some way. So we
1: want to bring people's attention to that. Yeah. Yes. And celebrate the fact that they did it.
0: Exactly. And also take advantage of this opportunity to watch some of these classics when they're well restored and have good subtitles. Yeah, not
1: on YouTube.
0: <laughs> and accessible to us. So Next episode will be our Criterion Channel Adventures with Raj Kapoor and Slash or Bimal Roy. We'll see if we want to do two episodes or one episode and try and talk about both of them. That's to be determined. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show?
1: Well, you can use your sentient AI computer in your pocket to go to at Bollywood Pod on Twitter. And I'm at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S.
0: I'm at Aaron E. Fraser. E-R-N-E-F-R-A-S-E-R.
1: Facebook.com slash Bollywoods Lovers. Timber.com slash Bollywoods Lovers.
0: If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five
1: Ajeebs out of five. Or
0: your podcatcher of choice. Uh, If it's not on Apple Podcasts and you would like us to read it out on air, please send it to us.
1: Yeah, sometimes we don't always see those reviews.
0: Yeah, If it's... On Apple Podcasts. We, we will see it and read it out on air. Uh, we want to thank Becca Dolkey for our artwork. Tuffy is the best boy. They should put a robot dog in the next season.
1: They should put a robot dog in the next season. Vijay Varma should have a robot dog that lives in his car with him. Yeah.
0: Kind of like a good
1: Barco. Barco is good.
0: Okay.
1: He's done some bad things, we but he's have, a good person.
0: We have officially fallen into references that only you and I get.
1: Ah, no, there's at least one or two more people who'd get Barco. Excellent. Look up Barco. You will not be disappointed.
0: <laughs> if they can even find Barco from the search Barco.
1: You'll put a link to Barco.
0: No, these are short notes. Okay. Stop the episode. We're done.